Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We are back for another episode of the Courtney Fallon Experience with WEI Sports. I am joined this week. It is a big week in New England. Spygate 2.0. And who better to have than a national analyst that actually supports and sides with Bill Belichick and the Patriots Jeff Schwartz, NFL analyst, eight years as an offensive lineman in the league. He has a podcast with The Athletic. Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you. Jeff, save yourself to the people. Glad to be here. I know. I feel like I feel dirty being a, a New England Patriots uh, truther because uh, my brother plays for the Chiefs, and I generally hope the Chiefs win uh, the AFC, but uh, I call it like it is. And um, I, I look, I've liked the Patriots for years, and, and I think they get – uh, unfair hatred at times, but I get why I get why they do, and um, I'm here to defend them this week. Much like Belichick and Saban, I don't know if you caught that documentary a couple earlier this week. Yeah, Bill Bill walked into Nick Saban's office with a bottle of Silver Oak, uh, you know, a little a little over two hundred dollar bottle of wine, just as a parting gift. So I, I feel like that's what you're doing to the good people of New England and the people of this podcast is you're already bringing the good the good wine, the good juice to the podcast and talking about. Uh, detruthing this Spygate 2.0 scandal that broke earlier this week, kind of much as an afterthought. It was shocking. I mean, Diana Rossini, who works for ESPN, a very credible, hardworking, diligent reporter, was just was watching a press conference with Zach Taylor in the media, and someone in the Cincinnati media had mentioned, if he had known about this, Craft Sports Production um, assistant, someone who was a freelancer who was who was filming the Bengals sideline during the Bengals and Browns game in Cleveland last weekend, watching from the press box. It kind of set off alarms, and then all of a sudden she started doing her research in the front office, and boom, here we go. We have another national scandal to add along to the Robert Kraft scandal that broke over the summer and the ongoing Antonio Brown saga, which never seems to go away. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff, you had some interesting on your yeah. podcast. I was listening um, before on my way in here in the studio. You had some very interesting things about why this is just different from the past. Now, my perspective of this, obviously, it's like, hey, are the Patriots going to do pull the long con to, uh, you know, to have this ongoing YouTube series of do your job so that they could set up a tripod in the press box to record the one in 12 Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals and the signals that apparently, according to Albert Breer of MMQB and Sports Illustrated, have gone between the coaches and the sideline repeatedly in this alleged eight minute tape that the league is currently under investigation. Uh, you have some kind of interesting th- thoughts about yeah. your days as a, uh, a New York giants offensive lineman. And I know uh, talking about a game in 2015 in the preseason, can you tell the good people? Uh, well, yeah, well that, yeah, that that's a little different, but um, I'll get to that in just a second. So my, my whole thing with the difference between Spygate, the original one and this one is that back then you did not um, have radio communication between the defensive coaches and the defensive players, right? So you always had it on the offensive side. We, you know, offensive players are radioed into the quarterback, and then the quarterback tells us in a huddle, and we and we go out and perform the play. On defense, 
it used to be single in because there was not a- any radio communication. After Spygate happened, they allowed one defensive player to wear the – if you look at someone's helmets, it's a green dot on the back of the helmet. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who has the uh, who has the communication in the game. And so you know, typically it's, it's your middle linebacker. Maybe it's a safety, someone who's in on every play. And they, they give the call like we would on offense, and we continue on. And so there, there's no signaling like there was in 2007. Are there signals given between – Coaches and players, yes. Most of the time they're given for personnel grouping, so how many wide receivers on the field and how's the defense going to counter based off of that. That is not like a secret that needs to be filmed because the second a defensive player runs in the field and one runs off, you can see it happen. I, in the huddle, as an offensive lineman, my job in various teams was the guard's job to tell the, the offense the personnel group. Now, we pretty much knew what it was going to be. If we had three wide receivers in, we knew it was nickel, but I could just speed my huddle and look the defense, and know what it was before the play was called. No need to film that happening. Are there times where communication is out and players look over the, to, to the sidelines? Yes. Are there times when cornerback safeties might not make it back to the huddle and, and you know they have to get a play call from the sideline? Yes. But more often than not, the communication happens between the players themselves. I went back and watched the first eight minutes of the Bengals and Browns game because I wanted to see if a single player looked to the sidelines. And guess what? Nobody did. Never. They're not on the sidelines. They're not looking over there because everything is contained within a play. So if I give a play on offense or I give a play on defense, every adjustment should be contained within the play. And think about the timing of, of a pro, you know, of a pro play. You know, the offense gets a line of scrimmage with 18 seconds left on the play clock. They get under center. They motion a guy across. Well, now when you motion someone across, typically the, you know, the defense has to adjust. So what is defense then looking over the sideline for the, no, it's built in because the second you were to look over, we'd snap the ball every time. If yeah. no, no one's paying attention, the ball's gone. We're going to snap it. And so um, this idea that they're signaling a bunch of stuff that's, that's like covert and they're filming it, I don't think that was what – I don't think at all you know, that's what happened. But the, the reputation of the Patriots is there. And you mentioned a story I told in 2015, and it's true. So when you play the Patriots, you know, the Spygate, Deflategate, which was, a, which was so stupid in general, and I'm not going to rehash that, but that was ridiculous. Uh, I was re- pretty much on the side of Tom Brady and the Patriots then too. Um, you know, they, they've always done the little things to win, right? So even an example we saw on Twitter this week where, where, where the Chiefs kicked a field goal that <laughs> behind – the field goal post on the jumbotron was an was a picture of the play happening where you could actually see you know the field goal post in the jumbotron also them on the field if you're a kicker and you look up you might look at the wrong one right and when the patriots kicked the ball there was a blank screen i'm i like that stuff i'm a baseball guy i like like a like a little bit of like inside stuff and try to get guys here yeah, and there just, and you got to you got to throw a little spice on the fire just a little yes. bit you know i it just i mean i i agree with you it's like i mean what are you going to ban during an nba game can no one behind the ba- behind the basket wave their arms when you're shooting a free yeah. throw i mean I, I agree with you in that sense. Continue the story. Yeah. So, so like, so the okay. So look. So we always so we we know the Patriots are always trying to get an edge. Like we, it's just what they do. It's what makes Belichick great. Is he's always trying to find something, right? Yeah. And so we knew that, like, when we played the Patriots, that you could leave behind no information in the hotel ever. Mm-hmm. So like, we didn't throw things out. Like, if we had a piece of paper, like, like a game plan thing or something, we need to throw out. 
We did not throw it out in the hotel. We didn't do it. We just kept it to ourselves or we gave it to a coach because we just were fearful that the Patriots had a staffer like at the hotel just kind of come on through and grab you know, grab empty paper somewhere. And th- this might be all just a bunch of paranoia. It might be all for nothing. They might not actually do this. And just, you know, people are so worried about all the stories. You know, we've heard, of course, you know, of, of players thinking that, and coaching they were spied on during practices of Super Bowl weeks and things like that. I don't know. It feels like a lot of smoke um, when you know, there's not much fire there. But Spygate, Deflategate, lets people kind of believe that things are you know are a little worse, and 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 you know they're trying to gain edge. Uh, what they can do. I think what was happening was if they were filming, like we think, you know, like people accuse them of doing. Was, is this this is this is referring to Spygate one or two, Spygate no, two? No, two, two. I mean, I, I completely now. agree with you. I mean, like here, let me just jump in kind of quickly yeah. and just and just kind of give my perspective. I mean. The way that we have seen Bill Belichick this season open up in a way that you have not imagined smiles ear to ear on the daily. And at least for a lot of people up here in New England, it has been a shock to some or most of us as to why he's smiling so much. I remember in a couple of years ago when he first started dating his current girlfriend, Linda Holiday, I remember the players during the Super Bowl saying, yeah, the reason that this man is smiling ear to ear is because he's got a lovely lady on his side. All right, that's pinpointed the question. Why is Bill so happy? And we have discovered that he has, over the offseason, opened up his life in ways that we have not seen, allowed camera access into an office with himself and Nick Saban. He has uh, you know, spent countless hours at the NFL film studios i mean so this is kind of unprecedented it's kind of like you know the girlfriend that you want to start trusting and when she starts to open up a little more you you know you you just you see another side of them the fact that i just i i cannot imagine in my mind just given the cemented legacy that bill belichick has created six rings two with the giants so he's got eight on that boat in nantucket (laughs) <laughs> and him going into this season and uh, finally building a defense that is so strong and uh, you know and winning practically 10 games that they're 10 and 3 right now without Tom Brady going through one of the worst streaks of his entire career I, that is why he is happy okay because it's on him for him to develop a long con situation of him developing a, a you know a, a documentary series that is outside of yeah. everything else you know and and getting caught filming the goddamn 1 and 12 Cincinnati Bengals on the sideline bill said it himself this would never happen again how did this happen again i i you know and, and like i just the way that how mad he is it just it does not make sense to me it doesn't make sense to the people here in new england and it also doesn't make sense as to why the league and the national media has blown this out of proportion but my my question to you is i I mean how much of this is just affecting legacy because we all know he did it once spygate that was the biggest thing we know that this is like a, a trickle down effect of everything else okay why would he do it again why would he do it again if he knows that if he gets caught again, that is the end of his career in New England? To put it like yeah, that. and 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 you know, but I I just think I think Spygate in general to me, like I I just don't feel that like, I don't feel that bad about it. Like I think I'm like I'm, all right, well they're being like the signals are being given. I can't imagine he's the only person to ever want to record them. Obviously, he got caught doing it. But you were but, you were even saying that they don't even. It's not even. It's well, not now, even a matter of well, signature yeah, because well, now, it's not even it's adjustments. Not, you know no, what I mean? Now They're, it's now it's not. Now I think what they were doing was trying to get 
an idea about Zach Taylor because we know that he does like to watch coaches during games. And I feel like they could have done if they, if they really wanted to do this in this manner, they could have just had someone sit in the stands. Right? They didn't have to do it like I just so to you, your point. You, you really think that they they did this on purpose? Because no, I mean, no, this is no, I, I, I mean, don't. No, I, I'm, I'm getting yeah. I, I just I don't think they did. I think that that if again to your point about legacy, like we know Bill Belichick loves like his legacy. Like I, I know that that people to your point, you know, have said like, oh well, you know, he doesn't talk very much at press conference. But he, he is a legacy guy. He, he we see him on NFL 100. We see him on all these other things. Like he is big into his legacy. And the idea that he would try to ruin his legacy for this does not make sense. If it was like the Baltimore Ravens, like maybe I'd, I'd buy it. But this is what you said too. I don't believe he would ruin his legacy for this. And maybe me and you are just super naive and we're homers. I mean, you're more of a homer than I am. But no, listen, like, I, Homer, like, <laughs> in a sense, trust me, there's a lot of people on my, my Twitter mentions have become a complete dumpster fire now. Well, but anytime that day. I even take a slight suggestion or a shot at Tom Brady or Bill Belichick, I mean, it's like pointing fingers and it's 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 trash. In that's my, me, you know, that's my me every day. I mean, I, I know that you, you, you take that lightly. So anyways, <laughs> I mean, the league is obviously Roger Goodell. Um, you know, this kind of started as something that was small. And you, we know how the media likes to take this and blow it way, way, way out of proportion. Um, because, you know, all of the Rob Parkers and, um, you know, the naysayers, they come out, all the Bart Scotts. Um, come out of the league and they, you know, point fingers. And again, we all know the situation of, of Spygate, that this was something that was, that came, uh, basically it became a part of what the Patriots were doing since the second that they walked on the field. I mean, started during a preseason game in year 2000. And for whatever, we don't know the job title of what Ernie Adams does, but it's under the assumption from the great Don Van Natta and with Seth Wickersham going through their first Spygate investigation and investigative pieces that basically they would collect these tapes and Ernie Adams would sit in an office and break down the tapes in terms of uh, coaching and in terms of adjustments and they would match it. I mean, it was literally like just like Belichick was talking about the old days, a splicing film and keeping it as, yeah. you know, as a situation. Now, Eric Mangini, who was part of the Patriots organization, he was the former defensive coordinator, goes to the New York Jets. The reason they get caught is because Eric's like, listen, like, I, I know exactly what you're doing. They had warnings. Right. <laughs> they had warnings over and over and over again. And they said, don't, just you can do anything you want. Just don't bring that garbage into my building and don't start recording and boom once they did it he knew and they signaled I mean that was the beginning of the end if the league was going to make a decision by the end of the week and we heard Roger Goodell at the owners meetings um, in Texas a few days ago just saying basically that the league is still investigating this from a lot of the national media perspective and some of the people at NFL Network that they were just you know this seems like it was just going to be a slap on the wrist this is not uh, this is not something so serious that's going to drag out. But now it appears that Roger Goodell and the league is going to really take their sweet time. Uh, you know, from the perspective of the Cincinnati Bengals, Zach Taylor during a press conference with the Patriots media yesterday, he sounds pissed. Now, Jeff, I, I just want to know, you know, if, if this was just going to be swept under the rug and it wasn't yeah. a big deal, because I don't think that Bill Belichick would risk his entire legacy that is being portrayed across all national media, I mean, outlets and NFL films and everything. Like, why are the Bengals still mad? Like, what could, what could, what could be the reason? Do you think that there is something more to this situation than what meets the eye? No, I just think that it's, it's going to be overblown because the Bengals have a little leverage right now. I think Adele, and he kind of said the other day, like, nothing's really on the Judy Batista, I believe, NFL Network. 
reported that um, you know there's there's nothing there on the video, right? Just like we thought it is, maybe some B roll stuff. So you just, think Judy? Did Judy Batista say she saw the video? That she said she said the NFL. That's what her her reporting is. So I don't know what that means. She no, she didn't see the video, but yeah, that, no, that's that's yeah. her reporting. Um, and again, I just I really think nothing's going to happen. I do think that because look. You're not allowed to record the sidelines in the manner they were, so they're going to get fined for that because that's you know silly and um, and you know you, you shouldn't be breaking those type of rules, especially when you're the Patriots. But are they going to be fined for finding things on the film? No, they'll be fined. You know whatever five hundred thousand. It doesn't. You know, perhaps a billionaire. Whatever. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I, I, I almost I almost told I was telling someone uh, you know one of my colleagues here that I said I go I guarantee you Robert is already on the phone suggesting uh, to Kraft about how how much he wants to write the check for, and his hand is not cramping, unlike, you know, Jerry Jones. Actually, that's probably one of the best quotes that Jerry Jones has said. He goes, my hand doesn't cramp when oh, yeah. I write checks. He's like, I just want to see wins. Um, I, but even Kraft at this owner's meetings, I mean, when, when Goodell was speaking... Uh, Kraft was Kraft was at this owner's meeting for like maybe a hot five seconds, yeah. you know, because when Goodell was speaking, he was already at the White House at a Hanukkah reception. By the way, Jeff Schwartz, fellow Jew, I went I know, to Israel not, with him. We're not getting <laughs> into that, into that national discussion. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I feel like this is a situation that is going to be taken. It is. It's it just I don't I don't see it. Where it's it's going to have? I mean, I wavered through this. Are, are like, are you worried about anything with the with the with the Patriots' legacy in no, this situation, look, or no. or is this? I mean, are we just being bombarded by the naysayers? Because look, people are jealous of the Patriots, and so am I. Like, I love to have a Super Bowl championship. Um, I I would probably not be recording. Um, you know, radio segments, not this one, but I wouldn't be working at night from my house if I had a Super Bowl ring on, right? I'd probably be somewhere else doing uh, a, a different job if I had a Super Bowl ring. You I mean, have two the, little kids, though. That, I mean, that, that, kinda, that, does, yes. that does have a benefit. Right, but, it, it, you know, it's great to be home, but, I mean, I would have loved to, to win, and I, and I think people are just jealous of the Patriots winning, and, and they go about it, and they find every little way to win, and I think that some people just don't understand how that is and just are jealous that Patriots can have that much success finding all these little loopholes, whether it's even just plays in the field, right? They find a way to, you know, we saw in the, um, in the uh, art of coaching, the Saban, uh, which Belichick documentary, fantastic on HBO, uh, our inside coach, whatever it was called, you know, they showed like the Alabama, coaching, yeah. Alabama ran a play that would trick play. And then the Patriots ran it like, you know, a month later and the NFL banned that formation the next year. Right. So when you have all these things added up, plus Robert Kraft's thing this off season, it adds to where people just dislike the Patriots with a passion. They're tired of seeing them win. And I, for one, appreciate in all sports, whether it's the Warriors or whether it's the the you know the um, uh, the the Patriots, or I, there's not really been a baseball dynasty in a while. Uh, I like watching greatness. I like watching yeah, Alabama the, 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 play, the San Francisco, SEC play. The San Francisco Giants. Well, have been yeah, but of a I, dynasty. Look, I'm a Giants fan. A Giants, a Central Giants fan. No one gave a shit outside of California. Like, let's be real. They yeah. won three and five years, and like they forgot, they were forgotten about the following season. I like watching SEC football. Like, I like watching the best, and the Patriots have been the best. I think people resent them for that. So every time that they get a chance to to kind of stick it to the Patriots, whether it's this thing, and really the Robert Kraft thing had nothing to do with like the team itself, and people use that to like stick to Patriots, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and exactly. I, that, that's the way it's always. But that, but that's kind of the burn of being at the top of your profession. It's like even when you're on top of our profession, you, you know the people at the top doing the you know, doing the talking shows, having you know the national radio, they're always getting poked at, right? People always try to take down 
the top dog, and that's just part of the territory. I don't, and I don't think the Patriots really care, honestly. Yeah, I like I don't think they care. I, I here's here's my next kind of here's my next kind of talking point here. Uh, the Spygate situation. Obviously, the league has changed in ways that you know, as you mentioned at the beginning of this interview, that you know. You're not getting signals, hand yeah. signals. You're getting it wired straight from your ear. Um, yeah. You know, you, you know, just the way that you can manage a sideline. Like, I just think this is a complete litmus test, once again, to show that you really can't get anything, that you really nothing can be gained from recording signals. And the Patriots have proven that in the past. And even in that documentary that we saw a couple nights ago on the Art of Coaching on, the, on HBO, Bill Belichick talking about the last play, the Miami miracle from last year, where, you know, bad coaching, good players cannot overcome bad coaching. Well, the Patriots have good coaching and yeah. they have good players. So, I mean, like my question, can can you gain anything from stealing signals or all this like, you know, side cheating, yeah. quote well, unquote I mean, it, cheating it, it, situation? I mean, the, because I just don't see it. I mean, I, look, can anything I, I be guess... changed at least now? I mean, I guess, I guess the way you look at this is saying, like, if it helps one play, right? So, like, if they have, like, a signal, let's say. And, I, look, I, like I said, I watched the video. I didn't see signals. We could be totally wrong about it. But let's just say that, that they have a secret signal they use for a certain play. And mm-hmm. Belichick is able to record that and see that and then someone during the game. It's just Yeah, but the, against the, the 1-12 in 12 Cincinnati know, Bengals. Again, and, Je- the, and, Jeff, also, too, like, right. I mean, is how has this – because clearly no one's brought this up. But, like, if they were doing this before – uh, this do your job situation. How has no one gone back into yeah. the library of the do your job, like it, scouting an advanced scout and walking through his day and seeing that, oh my God, hey, we're going through the advanced scouts and, and this has had an effect on the other games. Like no one has brought up that point yet because it's not true. Do you know what I'm saying? Did right. I, did and, I and say that correctly? Like, no, like, you did. Those, that no one else says that this has been, you know, that, 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 the a, idea that, yeah. that they basically they just started this with the Bengals, right? Which yes. seem, would seem odd. Um, and no one else has recognized this. And and look, it it's a. But here's the thing about the news cycle is we know this, right? You go ahead and you beat the you know the, you know, the Bengals this weekend, and then you know starting Monday there'll be a new controversy, right? Like there'll be there'll be there's more scandals, more drama, and after a couple of weeks, it's all be forgotten about. Especially when we get to the playoffs, and you know they're playing the Ravens or the Chiefs or the Texans or whoever it ends up being, this will all be forgotten about. Um, but Again, I just think it's it's a lot of nothing. It yeah. just sounds it sounds scandalous because the Patriots. What do you think is the the eventual outcome that the league will hand down as a punishment to the Patriots organization, whether it's Bill whether it's Bill of, Belichick or it's a fine or draft uh, picks? I think that um, it will be like a lot of money, maybe two hundred, two fifty, five hundred. I don't know, losing draft picks. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I would hope that they wouldn't lose any draft picks considering, you know, even Goodell was saying that this is a situation that is individual and, and separate apart, of course. Like, I mean, I feel like it's literally like the, the kid in detention that's always in detention. It's like, right. hey, Robert. Hey, Bill. Hey, come into my office. Hey, oh, not this again. All right. So we're going through the situation like I don't. I agree with you. And I mean, from what I've gathered from other people, the only thing that makes me really nervous is why the, why the Cincinnati Bengals are so still so upset. I mean, like it's their, it's their one time to talk about them. I mean, it's just, it's then, then shut up. You know what I mean? Like you're going to get fired at the end of the year. If it's not this year, it's going to be next year. 
Okay, like, <laughs> I don't. I, I just it just it, it it's like to to make a stink this big is just it's such a situation. And I think that we all remember that when Tom Brady got suspended for the first four games of the season, and he came back not only in that season, but which they won the Super Bowl, but with the Randy Moss year where you know they came off and you know that Spygate and they came back and went eighteen and won and lost the Super Bowl to the New York Giants. But I, I mean, you know. Bill Belichick is known for just going on a warpath. And from right. what I've heard from in that, within that organization right now, Bill is livid. I mean, beyond his beyond imaginable speakable words, he is so mad that this is obviously a stain on his legacy. I, how do you expect the Patriots who, yes, uh, you know, their they're, they're receiving core is not as good as it has been in years past. I mean, obviously we know Antonio Brown is not walking through that door, neither is Gronk or anyone else. So, They've got the pieces in place. How do you think that this is going to affect their coaching plans? And, oh. and will, will we finally see a, a Patriots team that's going to be putting up over 30 points per game, which you know Brady hasn't done in the last six games? No, I don't think we're going to see um, the offense magic get better. But I, you know, my whole thing with the offense, I wrote today for a mailbag for explanation that the Patriots, in my mind, are still AFC favorites until, until we see otherwise, is that like if the wide receivers just catch the football, the offense yeah. is different, right? Yeah. I mean, that's their job, right? Just catching the football. And if Tom Brady just starts to build some more trust in some of the other players not named Julian Edelman, then they have an you know they have an identity on offense. And so it feels like the switch can be flipped very fast. And maybe it's this weekend, maybe it's not. But I'm not counting out the Patriots until they're dead. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like I'm not doing it. I bet on them all through last season. I bet on them in the playoffs. I bet them all. Like they're they're not. So no, this doesn't. This it, it they they can be better off. It's thirty points a game feels like a big deal for them, um, but they should and can be better quickly. Yeah, um, watching the Ravens game last night, I'm sure just absolutely demolished the New York Jets. Although I did see a couple throws from Sam Darnold, which you know, I mean, as much as we all hate Manish Mehta up here from the New York Daily News. Uh, <laughs> You know, he kind of had a point. I was like, oh, that's a nice tight spiral. Robbie Anderson on the end of a couple of I think Dan, I think Donald's going to be okay. I think he's going to be okay, too. I think Josh Josh Allen, I think I think things are looking up for the garbage AFC East, which the Patriots have won uh, what, 11, <laughs> 11 consecutive, and they will go on to win their next, you know, they will go on to win another NFC title. Um, where do you think the Patriots end up um, in the division and, and just in terms of the seating? And I making that rematch, I mean, I'm not overlooking the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, which your brother is an yeah. all-pro tackle. Uh, Mitch Schwartz, he got paid this year. I hope he's sending you oh, a yeah. nice Hanukkah gift this year. A little so. couple couple we'll cases see. of wine there. Um, where where do you see this matchup? I, I you know with I guess you know my, why don't we talk about both just really quickly before yeah. you go? Uh, this Patriots Chiefs rematch, which you know could possibly come, yeah. you know in, in the in the postseason, and then you know how they would match up against the Ravens because in my eyes I've said this over and over again. I just think that the Ravens will just run away. It doesn't matter. Oh, Belichick saw you know has some tape on you now. I think the the Ravens are going to run away with the AFC championship. Yeah. Well, one thing that we have to consider with the Ravens is, and this is kind of overlooked, we have not talked about this a lot, at least I have, but a lot of people have not, is, you know, their style of play works very well when they're ahead, right? It looks, mm-hmm. it, it, it looks very, like, like they, they can run and do whatever they want. So offensively, you have to be able to compete. And this is why the Chiefs have won the last two years, is because yeah. they can score points. Mm-hmm. 
and they're able to to move the ball and keep it away from Lamar and and not get that offense in a rhythm. So I think the Chiefs have the best chance to beat the Ravens. That being said, again, I'm not counting out the Patriots. The Patriots to me don't have the speed on linebacker to really contain Lamar Jackson, which is interesting um, because Bill has just invested. I mean, it, he can't keep it. He can't keep a, a stack of offensive linemen on the field. But I mean, he has seemingly like seven or eight linebackers that are just on you know on, on will call on the sidelines. Well, the, well, they're very they're very interchangeable for what they want to do, and really, not many teams have linebackers that you know, can run with Lamar Jackson. I mean, and, and so what you hope to do if you're playing them is you hope to, to just be in the right spot and make a couple plays, right? Mm-hmm. And and the Ravens, and one thing that I think they do best, this is my, and this is why I think um, they have a great chance to win the Super Bowl, is they don't make mistakes. I mean, they're, they're what the Patriots are, right? They're a team that does not make mistakes. They, they do not beat themselves. They don't turn the ball over. They have terrible penalties. I mean, they're what we have... Um, loved about New England for so many years. And, you know, they could obviously have an off day in the playoffs and things change in the playoffs and do the regular season. So, um, again, the Chiefs have the offense to compete. Um, I'm I'm not sure that um, the Patriots can score enough points, but um, we'll see. I'm excited to watch the playoffs. Is Patrick Mahomes healthy? I don't think I mean, he I, is. I don't. It doesn't seem like it. I don't. I, <laughs> no, well, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I mean, I know that I he's, mean, he's. I mean, look, he's had. I don't. I don't like think. I just don't. I, I'm looking at his knee, and I just. I kind of. I made the regrettable mistake of texting. I was in a text chain, and they're going at me about the Patriots, and how do you not have the pulse of your team? And your team's getting their ass kicked by the Texans, and all that stuff. And I, I was like, I just think Patrick Mahomes is overrated. I, but I mean, take that for what it is. I don't. I just. I don't see him to be healthy, at least at this point in the season. And I, I, I just, what's your perspective on that? No, there, no, he's not. He's not. I mean, look, he had an ankle, his knee, his hand. He got hit pretty hard, like in the in the midsection against the Patriots. He's battling through it, and his mechanics have been affected a little bit um, with with kind of his injuries. He's thrown off his back for a little bit, escaping out of the pocket. When he doesn't have to, um, but he acknowledges that. He said that this is what he's got to work on, and. They get the Broncos and uh, they get the Chargers and they go to the Bears and they'll be fine. I'm not worried about the Chiefs. But again, they're offensively they can score with the Ravens and that's that's what makes them a tough uh, tough out for the for the uh, the Ravens. Uh, a couple more questions. I mean, I know you got to you got to head out. Do, yeah. do you think do you think Brady stays with the team next year? <laughs> I wrote about this today. Oh wow! Uh, I'm just well. listen. I'm um, I'm just the I, headline I know, headline personality um, here. I'm just trying I, to boost I, all of your here, uh, your. Here's following. my here's my. My thesis, basically, my shortened thesis, um, is that you know he keeps taking pay cuts, right? And the, with the idea of they're reinvesting into into the team to help him, but, he's been doing that for years. But where are they doing that, right? Like, where are we seeing you know this idea? Like, he doesn't have any weapons. Like, so I, I I think he'll probably stay, but I would be if I was him, I'd be like, guys, you got to give me some weapons. Any wide receiver, any tight, you know, you didn't replace Gronk. You didn't replace any wide receivers. You didn't replace Trenton Brown. Like wh- all my weapons are leaving. Why am I taking less money if you're not going to give me guys to work with? Yeah, he's I, not. I, he's not retiring. So if you know he can get out obviously after this year, um, I, I think I think the intriguing place is Dallas. I, I, really? That, well, yeah. so that was what that was the rumor earlier. Or, I mean, at least a, a couple of weeks I, ago I, that Josh McDaniels. Yeah. It, it, but like my perspective of that is like I don't really don't think Josh McDaniels and and. And Tom Brady are on the same page in terms of that that they like each other. Like, well, is that you, like a, a, a tit for tat? Is that yeah, like a situation think, Rivera and Cam Newton are kind of a package think, deal? Is no, that what we're doing with the no, league now? But I think I think 
I think they'll be fine together. They'll have a, a, a mission to go win a championship. I think they'll be fine. I, I don't – I hear – I my perspective of this whole Brady thing is I just – I really I, – I think he's on the out. And I don't think – I think that over the last couple of years, he was he was Kraft's fifth son for so many years. Yeah. And he, I, I just think that Robert Kraft is switching his perspective and seeing that Tom Brady – they made a mistake. I think, I think that the progression of Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco and the way that he is just dominating the field there, they realized that they made a mistake. Yeah. But it was in order to keep your Hall of Fame one of the best quarterbacks of all time. It was, it, it, that was the insurance policy, Jimmy Garoppolo. And when, right, Bill, when, when Tom Brady walked in there and he said, all right, where's my insurance policy? It's either my check or you make sure that I'm staying here. They're like, all right, your insurance policy is in San Francisco. He's out of here. But uh, having Tom go in there and be so disgruntled with his contract over the last few years and Robert Kraft forcing him into a situation where he's going to he had he made Tom rework the deal so that Tom himself could say, I want an available out at the end of the season. Okay, so that, you know, and now it's an unfortunate situation. And perhaps this is on Bill Belichick and Rotnick Casario that that they just didn't replace his weapon yeah, so that he would get pissed correct. and he would leave. No, I, and, and this is, they, he, this they're is, putting him, they're this, leveraging him out of the right. system. And, and you know, so that they can hand him a crappy deal at the end of the year. <laughs> yes. And the, this, you know, I don't know. To, Jerry Jones is going to write him a check for $35 million <laughs> and say, screw you, Dak Prescott. And the Patriots Possible. are not going to contract. I mean, how many times have they done that? That they don't counter on a deal. I just don't see him. No. I, I, I don't see him saying it's sad. I mean, listen, no one wants to see their childhood hero. He's the reason that I, yeah. I got into sports. I was 14 years old. And I mean, I, I owe everything in my love for football, for Tom Brady and this organization. I, I have serious doubts that he will stay on this team next year. I think that's, I think that's fair. Okay. All right. Jeff Schwartz, do you have anything else left to say? To the no. good people of New England. I know you're I, like, you're sitting here, you're like, I no, I, I, you, you got to bounce. I know. Thank you so much yes, for your time. Glad to be on. Um, Jeff Schwartz, former NFL player. Oh, I forgot to ask you about uh, Mitch Schwartz, your, your brother. And, and the was he upset about his pads? Did, his, did it his mess with showed, his, his, no, it? His, no, the stuff, the stuff showed up in time to not mess with routine. Are you it sure? Because a lot of the players, they were saying that, like, you know, it came an hour and a half before game time and they think, were warming up in like, the field in sweats. Was, I think it was more like two hours, but I don't think it messed with his routine. So okay. he was good. Mitch is ironclad. He's, he's, not, he's not like a warm-up on the field guy. That's probably why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mess with me. I'm a warm-up on the field guy. Yeah, so would it, would, would it, it would have messed, messed with you. I would have been pissed, yeah. Yeah? Okay. I would have been really well, angry, yeah. Uh, listen, that's some, that's some Ernie <laughs> Adams, Bill Belichick stuff. <laughs> Hiring people to not take the equipment off of the plane and sending it straight that, to Newark. I mean, that's a, listen, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a long a con. That's a long con that's situation. A yeah, but that, that's a Chiefs problem, not a Patriots but, problem. But see, I mean, this, so then that's the perfect way to wrap this podcast. So why was Everyone up in arms and oh, saying that, was that more the Patriots. I think, were I think people were. I think people were joking. I don't no, think people thought but it was I mean, serious. they were joking. But like, I mean, uh, it, a lot of a them. Chiefs, thought it was it. This is a Chiefs problem, not a not a no, Chiefs problem. I, well, okay, <laughs> Patriots thanks, are cleared. Thank you. Well, it's, it's you know, listen. There's nothing that this Patriots team and this legacy and this dynasty <laughs> can do to avoid the situation yes. of people cheating. So hopefully. Um, you know, my hopefully this situation kind of goes by the wayside. And my last thing that I'll say before dropping you guys, and I was, I although Jeff Schwartz, great, great guest today, one of my good friends, old friends. Um, you know, I tried to get Don Van Natta of ESPN. Obviously, he and Seth Wickersham are the first people to write. They're the investigative reporters for ESPN. Tried to get Don Van Natta on the podcast today. He is seemingly very quiet. <laughs> on the text. I mean, like, like unusually quiet and unusually mute and responses. And like, 
just, you know, as much as we want this situation to go away, I think he is deep in investigations in New we'll England. We'll see. I, listen, that, that's all I'll, I'll say. That's all I'll say. No, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think that there is a lot more to come I of hope, this situation. I, then we'll learn more. We will learn more in the situation. All right. Jeff Schwartz. Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you podcast. Go check it out on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. It is a podcast with The Athletic. He spent eight years in the league in the NFL as an offensive lineman, and he wishes he had a Super Bowl ring so he couldn't record a podcast with Courtney Fallon in <laughs> no, from his I didn't house. Say, did not say that. So you could be but, somewhere else in a nice, cushy studio instead of in your living room with your wife and your kids yelling at you. Uh not quite that way, but something like that, yes. All right. Jeff, thank you so much for All right. joining me. Talk to you later. Right. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.